Hi, welcome into Car Radio. You're on 910 AM, the Superstation. I am Henry Payne, auto columnist for the Detroit News. Great to have you on the program today for the best two hours of Car Radio in all of Michigan. We got an exciting program ahead. Uh, we are going to be talking uh, Jeep Wagoneer. I just uh, got out of the big new Jeep Wagoneer L. This is the extended version competes against um, the uh, Chevy Suburban, the Ford Expedition XL, big thing, uh, very high-tech, uh, fabulous uh, vehicle. I'll be talking with Patrick Rawl uh, about that. So, uh, talking about another big vehicle, the Ford Lightning, with Roman Mika out in Colorado with TFL Truck. These guys are... Uh, the truck experts in media these days, and they have some interesting uh, data about the, po- the towing capability of uh, that first Ford electric truck. Uh, also talking to Jan Dolphin uh, with Prefix uh, about an interesting project they got going on up with M1 Concourse. Always interesting stuff going on with the Prefix folks there in Rochester Hills. In the second hour, uh, we'll be talking about car buying, which is not easy today. Uh, as well as uh, the uh, the new uh, uh, car regulations coming down the pike uh, with Eric Peters. So uh, lots to get to on the program today. As always, give us a call here at 313-778-7600 if you want to join in the conversation. And uh, for those who can't uh, tune in to us live here on Saturday, a reminder, uh, this program always goes to podcast. Uh, at the first of next week, uh, we're available. Car Radio is available uh, uh, on podcast with the Detroit News, with Spotify, Google, Apple, all all, all your favorite podcast uh, channels. So, uh, if you miss a little bit today, uh, you can always find it on podcast uh, uh, next week. And then, uh, of course, we're also live on iHeartRadio. So, let's uh, get to it here today. I think. Uh, we're trying to get a hold of uh, Patrick Rawl. Any luck uh, there, Jalen? No luck yet. So we'll keep working on uh, Patrick Rawl, see if we can uh, get him on the line. Uh, Patrick, of course, uh, writer for uh, Stealth Power. And uh, he is um, he is an excellent uh uh, reporter on all things uh, Stellantis, uh, whether that be uh, Dodge or Jeep. Uh, had some wonderful uh, tests uh, with him uh, in the Dodge uh, vehicles, um, vehicles like the uh, uh, like the Dodge Hellcat, which he owns. Uh, he also uh, does quite a bit of uh, does quite a bit of horse work, and so. Uh, 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 he's he's uh, towing a lot uh, with some big vehicles and uh, and uh, has a lot of experience uh, in that sort of uh, uh, in that in that uh, field. So um, we always enjoy uh, bringing Patrick on the program. And he and I were out in Montana uh, recently um, testing the uh, all new Jeep Wagoneer L. This is the second year that the Wagoneer has been in the market. And uh, uh, had a very successful uh, run in, in uh, 2022. Um, 
and uh, uh, and then for 2023 for their encore, their sophomore year, the Wagoneer has come out with the Wagoneer L, which is the uh, uh, extended version of the, of the uh, Jeep Wagoneer. And uh, and we put up with faces. Uh, I particularly enjoyed uh, being out in the um, in uh, the Montana Yellowstone area because uh, I myself have taken family trips out there. Um, and it's a perfect place for a family vehicle uh, like a Jeep Wagoneer. Uh, it's an easy vehicle to take uh, for a long-distance uh, run, given it's uh, three rows, the third row. Even I, six-foot-five, uh, former basketball player that I am, could easily in the third row. So a uh, great family vehicle to, uh, uh, to take on the road, and it also tows up to 10,000 pounds. Uh, interesting that Jeep uh, took so long to get into this segment because um, uh, it's, it's a segment that's been uh, around quite a while. Uh, it's dominated by Detroit automakers. Uh, uh, Chevy puts the uh, Chevy Suburban and the Chevy Yukon uh, top hat on a Silverado chassis, and voila, you got a, a tremendous uh, big uh, three-row SUV. Um, uh, GMC uh, makes their own version, and then, of course, you have the Cadillac Escalade, uh, sort of the granddaddy of all uh, three-row SUVs that, again, uses that same uh, pickup uh, truck platform. And then over on the Ford side, you have the Lincoln Navigator and the uh, Ford Expedition that do uh, uh, yeoman's work. Uh, so um, interesting that it took Jeep a while to get into this uh, segment, but uh, um but the uh, uh, Jeep Wagoneer is is a perfect fit. Uh, it's a great old uh, uh, badge in the Stellantis, and uh, in the, in the uh, Stellantis uh, um, uh, portfolio. And so they brought that back. Um, and and so the uh, uh, the, uh, the the Jeep. Uh, uh, comes back for 2022 uh, in this uh, long model version, and uh, and then uh, add an L and extended version to it, and uh, you have an instant uh, excellent competitor for the Ford and GM models based on the Ram 1500 uh, pickup truck. So the same formula, uh, putting the Jeep uh, uh, the Jeep Wagoneer on uh, a top hat on a pickup truck. Uh, add air suspension, add other amenities inside, and uh, as a result, uh, uh, you have a, a, an instant competitor for uh, both Chevy and Ford uh, in that segment. I'm, uh, I'm hearing here from uh, Patrick Rawl uh, that uh, that he may not be able to join us. Uh, he's got some issues um, out there at home in Milford, and uh, so I, hopefully uh, Patrick will uh, uh, may be able to pick up with us here a little bit later on the segment. Uh, Jalen, if you might uh, give him a give him a one more call and see if uh, and see if uh, Patrick is available. Um, but uh, but the but the Jeep brand continuing here with the Wagoneer. The Jeep brand is so powerful that uh, what's interesting is is they they've been able to bridge this segment, this large SUV segment. Uh, from, uh, for example, uh, the, the Jeep Wagoneer competes against the um, 
uh, Chevy Tahoe and Suburban uh, in the mainstream segment, and then as uh, the Jeep Grand Wagoneer can compete against the Cadillac Escalade in the luxury segment. So uh, given given uh, Jeep's bandwidth as a brand, this is a brand uh, that not only uh, sells uh, uh, over a million vehicles a year as a mainstream brand, but it is also cross-shopped consistently by BMW, Mercedes, uh, Range Rover customers. And uh, so as a result, uh, they can they can play uh, with a foot, with uh, a wheel in both camps uh, because of the power of that brand. So uh, this Jeep Wagoneer is uh, is a really nice vehicle. Then you step up to the, to the Jeep Grand Wagoneer L, also an extended version of the Grand Wagoneer, and, uh, and Jeep just takes the luxury to another level with, uh, with uh, some beautiful interior work. Uh, uh, you, you get uh, fancier amenities uh, inside, uh, some, some beautiful uh, uh, gem work uh, on, the, uh, on the car and the, uh, the, the, uh, the door controls, for example, are on the door, just like they are in a Mercedes. But uh, what I really concentrated on when I was in uh, Montana was testing the new wagon, uh, which starts a uh, pretty, pretty expensive uh, vehicle starting, uh, you know, around in the uh, $70,000 uh, range because it uh, comes loaded with leather. Um, the uh, uh, Wagoneer is, is uh, determined to come in as a premium uh, product in that segment. And so you can get uh, cheaper uh, Chevy Tahoe, Chevy Suburban, Sport Expeditions, but they're going to come in uh, with with cloth uh, versions down in the uh, $50,000 range, and then you really step up uh, with uh, the, these uh, Jeep Wagoneers into a little more luxurious uh, vehicle. But as I say, what I, what I really enjoy about the Jeep Wagoneer is that all three rows are – uh, useful for every passenger. Uh, the, the front rows are, are spectacular. You can get up to three screens in those front uh, row, rows. So even the uh, the passenger gets their own can get their own screen in the dash. But then the second row customers, imagine your your kids on a long road trip. Uh, they get screens uh, so they can use uh, Amazon Fire and access uh, their favorite programs and really. Uh, while away the time uh, there on the second row, but then you get to the third row. Third row is also often the basement of three-row vehicles, and uh, that is not the case with the Jeep uh, Wagoneer. Uh, if you got kids back there, as I say, I can fit back there nicely as, with uh, six foot five-inch uh, uh, um, uh, six foot five-inch chassis myself. Put kids back there; uh, they get storage for their electronic devices. They get to uh, they, they get uh, a cup holders, USBs, and they get their own sunroof. So the third row gets its own sunroof back there. So even if the front two rows decide uh, they don't want to keep the row open, uh, the, the roof open, or they want to close the roof, the third row can do whatever they want with their own sunroof. So pretty, pretty nifty. And then, of course, uh, with the L, the extended version, there's lots of cargo room behind them to carry everybody's luggage. So really, really an excellent um, and an excellent uh, uh, family truck vehicle. And, and the other big news for the Jeep Wagoneer here for the 2023 uh, season is it comes with a, an all-new engine. So uh, Stellantis uh, 
investing in gasoline engines. There are quite a few manufacturers, Honda, Toyota, uh, Stellantis, still investing in, uh, in gas engines. Other automakers are determined to go all electric here uh, in the next uh, few years. Uh, but but uh, Stellantis has introduced a new twin-turbo inline six. It's a three-liter engine, uh, very powerful. Um, it's the only available vehicle with the L. Um, the uh, V8, I believe, is still available with the base Wagoneer and Grand Wagoneer. But uh, you can kind of see the direction things are going. Uh, ultimately, uh, the Wagoneer is going to, uh, I think, replace their V8 uh, lineup with this uh, new Hurricane 3-liter inline six engine. Excellent engine, um, and it provides good power for this 6,000-pound uh, uh, beast. Uh, the other, the, uh, the, my biggest criticism of the Wagoneer, though, was that as high-tech as it is, and it's got uh, wonderful tech uh, throughout, including one of the best infotainment systems uh, in the industry, as well as uh, wireless Apple CarPlay and, and Android Auto. My biggest criticism is they uh, have not yet really uh, gotten into the self-driving game. When you're on long uh, interstate trips, um, it's nice to have uh, a system like Blue Cruise and Ford or Super Cruise in, uh, uh, in the GM vehicles so you can go hands-free and really uh, relax a little bit on the road. Uh, and also, uh, the Wagoneer has a self-part feature, but it is not fully autonomous. You have to uh, still brake uh, as you go into the parking space. So uh, a couple places there that can step up the tech, but otherwise a uh, fabulous uh, vehicle, this new Wagoneer L. Uh, you can see it on lots uh, later this year. Sorry we missed our good friend Patrick Rawl this segment, but uh, I think we got you pretty good coverage of the Wagoneer L. We're going to take a break here, and on the other side, we're talking with Roman Micah about the Ford Lightning. You're on Car Radio. have an idea for an invention or new product? Do you think companies would be interested in your idea? Do you want to try to get a patent? Then call InventHelp now. InventHelp keeps your idea confidential and explains every step of the invention process. We create professional materials representing your idea and submit it to companies who are looking for new ideas. We have more than 9,000 companies who have agreed to review ideas in confidence. If a company shows interest in manufacturing your invention, we can negotiate on your behalf. We have helped over 10,000 clients receive patents. We also offer services including 3D modeling and animation demonstrating your idea, prototyping services, and we use state-of-the-art technology to show InventHelp client ideas to additional companies. Join the thousands of people just like you who chose InventHelp to pursue their idea. We are experienced. We are working for you. We are InventHelp. Call us for free information at 1-800-460-1663. That's 1-800-460-1663. Again, 1-800-460-1663. My38 is offering a great special that cannot be refused. Are you looking for a great deal on TV advertising? Are you searching for an avenue to get your business name out to the public? With My38, we are offering a great special with 100 commercial ads for a great price. This offers for a 30-day ad placement. Please contact Mike Z for more information at 248-357-4566. 248-357-4566. Or email at M-I-K-E-Z at the wordnetwork.org. This excludes political ads. Balance of nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule. Changing the world one life at a time. 
I had no energy for months and months and months. I had no energy, and I'm a very active person. And my husband was noticing that I was tired all the time, and I was slow at everything that I was doing. And I kept listening to the commercials. And, you know, you don't know if something's going to help you or not, but I decided this was something I was going to do. And lo and behold, in about four days after taking them, I was repotting plants. I was doing other things. My husband said to me, you seem to have more energy. And I said, oh, yeah, I'm fine. And I'm telling you, nothing has ever made such a difference. So anyway, I'm very happy. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 1-800-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code RADIO5. The Word Network has been broadcasting inspirational messages around the world since the year 2000. And we keep getting bigger and better and more innovative. Seen all around the world, we bring you the best teaching, impartation, singing, and inspiration. If you want original programming, we have that too. The Word Network is your exclusive source for all things inspiration. And we can be found on every device imaginable. If you want to be uplifted and inspired, you need The Word Network. Radio, you're on 910 AM, the Superstation, and uh, that is, of course, uh, the famous I Can't Drive 55 uh, with Sammy Hagar. Um, I was not driving 55 recently in the Ford Lightning EV, the first uh, electric truck from Ford Motor Company, Ford F-150 Lightning. I was driving about 75 up uh, I-75 for a weekend trip up to uh, the Charlevoix Traverse City area and got much less range uh, than I anticipated. Only about 60% of uh, the advertised 300 miles of range. So, uh, always a challenge with electric vehicles trying to figure out exactly uh, what the real range is uh, compared to the range on the uh, on the EPA sticker. We're joined by Roman uh, Micah, who was. Uh, with TFL Truck, a uh, good friend of the program, and TFL, of course, does uh, excellent work uh, uh, baselining trucks, testing trucks out in a very challenging uh, environment out in Colorado. Roman, how are you? I'm good. Thanks for the phone call. I'm looking forward to this chat. Yeah, always good to have you on the program. i, I got to make sure I get your uh, last name uh, uh, correct. Is it? Uh, do you prefer Micah or Mika? It's Micah. Yeah, it's Micah. Thanks. Perfect. You got it. Yes, exactly right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, uh, yeah, we see each other quite a bit on the road, and uh, I always got to make sure I got uh, that correct. It's, a, it's an Eastern European name, isn't it? Yeah, I was actually born in Prague, so in the Czech Republic, it would be a little like Czech above the sea, so it'd be Mica. But I'll forgive you for that one. <laughs> <laughs> Mike is Mike. Yeah, Mike. It is. Uh, so, Roman, you guys uh, uh, did a very interesting test uh, recently. You guys are uh, putting trucks through the paces out there, and you've been putting electric vehicles uh, uh, through the paces in your test route, route out there. I know you've, you've tested uh, Teslas quite a bit. 
But you, you took a, a Ford Lightning, F-150 Lightning, and a comparable GMC Sierra, I believe, put 6,000 pounds behind both of them. Uh, tell us about that test. Yeah, so we decided to see, you know, what was a better towing rig? Was it an electric truck or was it a traditional V8-powered uh, GM vehicle? And uh, we had thought, well, we're going to just, you know, drive down the highway at the same speed at the same time to keep the variables down. And we were hoping to get, you know, the, the lightning that we have. We bought a lightning, and it had the big battery. So it's a 130-kilowatt-hour battery, which is, you know, it's like a, it's like a regular truck has a bigger gas tank. Trucks have bigger batteries because... You know, they're not as aerodynamic. So we were hoping to get, you know, at least 100 miles. But at about 87 or 88 miles, we pulled the plug because we were going to run out of juice. Uh, and so, yeah, it didn't do very well. Uh, and uh, it's funny, that video got passed around, uh, and it was used by many uh, different EV-hating folk to prove that uh, electric trucks aren't ready for prime time. Um, so it did really well for us because I think about 2.5 million people watched that video. But... You know, electric, we, we bought that truck in the spring of this year, and we picked it up in Detroit, and we drove it all the way to as far north. We actually the first people to drive an electric truck as far north as you can in America, which is way up in Alaska, basically where the uh, Dalton Highway goes, where, you know, where the where that's that ice trucker road that follows the pipeline. So we drove it all the way up to Prudhoe Bay, and we basically put 13,000 miles on that truck in a matter of about three months. Wow, yeah, that's that's quite a trip. So, I, uh, yeah, we're not uh, we're not EV haters uh, here at Car Radio by any means. I own a Tesla. You and I have tested a lot of Teslas. I mean, they're fascinating cars, but uh, but EVs do have uh, uh, limitations, and, and uh, towing obviously is one. Uh, temperature is another. What, what did you find uh, when you were driving your uh, uh, truck up to Alaska? Did, did it suffer from uh, uh, temperature variation? Yeah, you know, we've had EVs for the last five years, and we have found that uh, in the winter, especially when it gets cold, it gets cold in Colorado, obviously, it gets cold in Michigan, you can lose up to about 25% of the given range. So that's a significant amount. Uh, batteries are like you and me. They're really happy at kind of room temperature, and they're not very happy when they get very hot or when they get very cold. And in order to kind of keep that battery happy, the manufacturers actually have to climate control the batteries. So, you know, they run um, basically liquid cooling through the battery pack. But when you think about what that means, uh, in real terms, it means that they have to then spend more energy keeping the battery warm or cold, which then isn't enough energy to be used in actually moving the vehicle. So there you have this issue where you start to lose range when it gets really cold. Yeah, the, uh, this, this trip that I took, uh, Roman up 575 to uh, Charlevoix uh, a couple weeks ago, the, the temperature was about 45 degrees, and, and uh, when I, I did a return trip, the, tr- the temperature was 20 degrees warmer, and, and, I, and I was surprised. I, I've, I've had a similar experience uh, to you in, in real cold, you know, 20, 20 degree, 30 degree weather, losing about 25% of range. But uh, in this case, at 45 degrees, I had a I had a payload in the back of probably uh, a couple hundred pounds. Um, I I, uh, I I I was only getting 60 percent of range. What what uh, what sort of experience have you had in those temperatures? 
Yeah, like I said, we we, we so we just we, you know the, the electric trucks haven't been around through the winter actually. So you're one of the first to actually test that. You know, the Rivian came out in the spring, the Lightning came out in the spring, the Hummer came out in the spring, and here in Colorado we've had a really mild fall so far. So it's been it's been in the 60s and 70s. So you'll have, you know I, I we'll test it for sure because we now own a, a Hummer EV. Uh, but with the other cars we've had, we've gone up, we've lost as much as 25% of the range. Now, when we drove this truck up to Alaska, we swapped out the tires that came on it for some more beefy uh, all-terrain tires, and we did a bunch of testing with that. And swapping out the tires lost us 10% of the truck's range. So given that that truck had a range of about 300 miles, we lost 30 miles just by swapping them out to more kind of, you know, like knobby tires versus the more street-oriented ones. And then we were going to camp, and so we stuck a camper on it uh, from pop-up campers, and that, of course, kills the arrow on the truck, and that took another 50 miles of range out of it. Uh, so, uh, you know, the, the thing is there's a, a huge disparity between the energy uh, that is contained in the battery and the energy or the caloric energy, and I'm going to get, like, in a deep dive here, that's contained in a gallon of gasoline, right? So when you put a gallon of gas in a regular traditional internal combustion engine truck, most of the energy that you're using actually goes into heat, right? You're creating a lot of heat, and then you have to have things like radiators to dissipate that heat. Whereas in a battery, most of the energy actually goes to moving the truck. But because energy isn't as dense, that four that you're driving has the equivalent of about four gallons of gas in it in terms of its caloric energy. And when you start thinking about that way, then you've got to be like, really, I can tow 90 miles? on four gallons of gas. Uh, and so it's, it's a kind of a shift in the way you think about trucks and, and the way you think about kind of the way we use energy. Yeah. Yeah, and I, and I, and I think uh, you know, people need to be aware, too, of how, uh, you know, how, how skimpy the infrastructure is. You really need to plan a trip uh, when you take one of these trucks on the, on the road and, uh, and, and also have to plan it with variability in mind. So the, the trip I took uh, – North and 45 degree weather required two stops, uh, and, and Ford's program is pretty good at routing you to stations uh, uh, when it uh, when it realizes uh, that it's not getting the range it should. So I, I had to charge twice going to Charlevoix, and then coming back from Charlevoix, it's about 250 mile trip uh, to Detroit. I only had to charge once in the warmer 65 degree weather. So. Uh, yeah, I think that's key for, for people with EVs. You, you not only need to plan your trip, but you also uh, you also need to be flexible. Yeah, and there's a, there's a way that manufacturers can mitigate that, and that is uh, some of the newer vehicles have uh, thing, a thing called a heat pump, which is a, basically just a much more efficient way to heat and cool the truck uh, versus I think the Lightning doesn't have a heat pump. So it's got a traditional, you know, like a regular, like a, any other car would have, regular HVAC system uh, where uh, it's using a lot more energy to actually keep the cabin warm and cold. Uh, and so, for instance, you'll note that, like, if you're talking about, like, energy usage, it's much more efficient to heat or cool you than it is to heat or cool the entire cabin. So, for instance, if you want to get longer range, use the heated seats or use the cold seats, but don't turn on the heater. I know that's kind of – I mean, most people would be like, I don't need to deal with that kind of level of, <laughs> of driving when I can just, you know, set the, set the temperature at 70 and, and rock on down the road. Uh, but, but, you know, we're living in a kind of a new world. And for me, uh, people ask me, like, well, you know, when we drove that Lightning uh, to uh, Prudhoe Bay, 
there are only seven chargers, fast DC chargers, right, in all of Alaska. So when you were talking about, you know, driving to northern Michigan, you were using a DC fast charger. Well, there's only seven of those in Alaska, and we use four of them. And when you don't have fast chargers, these things have such immense batteries that it takes a long time. So, for instance, when we got up to a little town halfway up, so from Fairbanks to Prudhoe Bay is 500 miles along the Dalton Highway, and there's a little truck stop called Cold Foot halfway up. And we had uh, called up there and said, hey, can we use your they have a welding shop. Can we use your, you know, the power outlet for your welder? Because that's like a 50 amp unit. That's about as fast as you're going to get up there. And they said, yes. We arrive at midnight. It's perfectly sunny, of course. It's Alaska in the middle of the summer. Everybody's asleep, so we're knocking on doors. And then we finally get the welder. We plug in, and the truck says it's going to take you 17 hours, 17 hours to get a full charge. <laughs> And we needed the full charge to the next part of the trip. Uh, so, you know, it's, 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 you know, it's a brave new world, but if you look at it as a challenge right now, it's kind of fun. We're kind of having fun with it. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's a brave new frontier out there. Uh, Roman, hold on. Uh, we're going to have to hear from a couple of advertisers, and then we're going to uh, continue talking uh, Florida Lightning on the other side of the break. You're on car radio, 9, 10 a.m. Attention! Do you owe back taxes, fines, and penalties to the IRS? The IRS now offers new relief options for taxpayers affected by COVID-19, but you can't go it alone. Call Tax Solutions now. Our team of former IRS agents and tax professionals can get you the best deal. We know the COVID-19 rules. Call us and never speak to the IRS again. I couldn't sleep. We were being audited. I called Tax Solutions now and a great big weight was lifted off my shoulders. I called Tax Solutions now and they got the IRS off my back. Tax Solutions now had my wage garnishment lifted in 48 hours. The virus has caused the IRS to take extensive action to help taxpayers. So if you owe $10,000 or more, this is the best time in years to settle your tax debt. I qualified for the Fresh Start program. I paid less than I owed. Remember, the IRS will not give up until you pay. Call 800-683-9499. 800-683-9499. am Superstation has the greatest advertising deal ever with our Godfather package. 200 spots for $500. But they must air with a 30-day policy. That is only $2.50 per spot, and we will even produce the spots free. That's right, free. Call Mike Z at 248-357-4566, 248-357-4566, or email at M-I-K-E-Z at thewordnetwork.org. This excludes political ads. Did you know most vitamin supplements don't even come from food? Even the products with colorful fruits and vegetables adorning the labels are seldom derived from produce. Typically, supplements are synthetic, made in a laboratory. Modern science may synthetically imitate these chemicals, but your body isn't fooled. It knows the difference, and it craves quality materials to build, repair, and fight illness. You need to consume fruits and vegetables daily in a variety of colors, as well as whole grains and other fresh food. That's why I formulated Balance of Nature. I wanted to be able to give my patients a natural alternative to the cheap, unnatural chemistry by giving them real fruits and vegetables. In fact, the only ingredients inside a balance of nature are whole fruits and vegetables. Don't settle for imitation nutrition. Reach for the good stuff, the real stuff. 
Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com to get 35% off your first preferred order by using discount code RADIO5. If great programming and pure excitement is what you want, 910 AM is what you need. I'm Henry Payne. You are on Car Radio. We're joined by Ron Warner, one of the best auto journalists out. Fundamentally, you're just trying to get to the limit of the tire. You're just looking for that limit, and you just do your best to find it. I'm racing 14,000. Joined by Tom Kane of Quick Car. Two of the best bags in the car. The best car radio show in all of Michigan, and we got a great show for you today. On 910 AM Superstation. 910, the Superstation, Detroit's only African American talk radio. Welcome back into Car Radio. We're talking with Roman Micah about uh, electric trucks. Roman is with TFL Truck, uh, excellent uh, website, YouTube channel. Uh, check out all their uh, uh, work. And uh, Roman, um, you guys are comparing uh, towing an electric Ford F-150 Lightning with a GMC uh, Sierra V8. I, I recently took a, a similar trip uh, going to Detroit to Charlevoix in a Ford Explorer Timberline towing about 2,000 pounds behind it, uh, gasoline, turbo, uh, four-cylinder engine. I got about 50% of range with that Explorer towing a boat, 2,000-pound boat behind me. Uh, what's your experience, uh, diesel, gas, electric? Do you, do you get uh, maybe 50% of range with gas vehicles versus 25 30% with EVs? Yeah, I think that's about right. What a great question. Uh, actually, we're about to publish a video tomorrow where we uh, compared the new Hummer EV, right, because that's got a massive battery. That thing's a 210-kilowatt-hour battery. It's almost, you know, twice as big as a Lightning. And we did a towing test uh, comparing it to a Ram 2500 Cummins, right, diesel, to find out the difference. Uh, and we wanted to see if we can go uh, twice as far in the Cummins as we could tow with the um, with the Hummer, and that's about right. That's about what we got uh, before we got tired and we ran out of time and it got dark. We're doing video production, so when it gets dark, it gets hard to shoot. Uh, but, yeah, uh, in general, it's it's probably 50% more in a current vehicle. But let me say this. like We've kind of scared the, the pants off of people about uh, electric trucks now because, you know, we're talking about losing range and but there's a reason that the Hummer EV, the Rivian, uh, and the Lightning are sold out. And, and the other side of that coin, right, is how much it costs to fill them up. Um, so I don't know what it's like in Detroit right now, but here in Colorado, diesel's at about $5 a gallon. And uh, so to fill up that Cummins, uh, it's going to cost us about $150, maybe even more. Um, and, you know, that's a double swiper sometimes. Uh, now, if you charge up that Hummer EV at my house, we're paying 17 cents at night a kilowatt hour, uh, and that's like I say, multiply that by 200, and you're at 34 dollars, uh, and that's a significant difference in terms of how much it costs to fill it up. Of course, if you fill it up at a at a charging station along the way, along the route, those are usually 43 cents a kilowatt hour. So it gets more comparable to what it costs at the gas station, but still, you know, charging electric trucks at your at your house uh, is super cheap. 
The other thing that like trucks do that people sometimes forget is they also haul, right? So there's two things trucks do, they tow and they haul. And we've done a lot of testing where, where we've actually hauled stuff and we found out that hauling stuff, in other words, putting rocks in the bed or, you know, putting weight in the bed doesn't really affect range that much. Uh, I think the Lightning has a 1,600-pound uh, uh, payload capacity, and you could, you could fill that bed up with, you know, 1,600 pounds worth of rocks, and you'll still be able to go about the same amount of distance. It's really the aerodynamics that are much more much more affecting the range of the truck. And when you think about that in terms of towing, it also changes. So if you're towing like a big RV or like a toy hauler, right, which is like a giant brick into the wind, you're really going to decrease the range of an electric truck. But let's say you've got a flatbed trailer uh, and it's empty or you've got a flatbed trailer with a car on it, then it's not going to affect the range as much because that's much more aerodynamic than, you know, a typical just big boxy trailer. Yeah, no, that's, a, yeah that's an interesting uh, uh, point. Uh, yeah, it's, aer- it's aerodynamics and it's temperature that seem to be the big variables uh, with EV. When I was towing uh, or with any vehicle. When I was telling uh, with this uh, uh, Ford Explorer Timberline, the uh, the uh, the boat, the sailboat I had behind me, obviously the mast was laid down, but it had a uh, it, it, it had a, a huge um, oh, what do you call the piece that goes into the uh, the water, the stabilizer uh, below it. So the yeah, it's hydrodynamic. Yeah, so the uh, the boat was actually quite tall uh, behind the Explorer, and no doubt uh, that was a, a reason. Even though it was only a two thousand pound uh, rig total, uh, you know, trailer and and uh, and boat, uh, I was still looking at just fifty percent of range uh, with this gas powered uh, vehicle. Uh, and then uh, you know we were talking uh, earlier about the effect of uh, temperatures in the in the EVs, and we, we see dramatic. Uh, difference there. Would, so, would, would you would you say to folks that if you're interested in an EV truck, you really want to use it as a local uh, as a local uh, tow truck? You, maybe if you're a, a gardener or or a, 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 that sort of thing, you can use it locally. It's where you get in trouble is when you go on long trips. Yeah, that's exactly right. You know, we just did a test with the Hummer EV where we drove it 130 miles because we have, you know, we also have a, a, a an off-road channel where we test side-by-side, so we had to go pick up a side-by-side at the local power sports shop uh, uh, and then bring it to our test facility, and, and all in all, we drove 130 miles, and I want to say doing that with a 3,000-pound trailer and then that side-by-side weighed about 2,000 pounds, so mostly we are hauling 5,000 pounds, so keep in mind, you know, side-by-side is kind of arrow, it's kind of open, it's not, it's not like a boat. We use maybe 35% of the battery uh, on the Hummer EV, uh, and so and that took us most of the day to drive through town, pick it up, and then drop it off. So if you're if you've got a landscape business or if you're just you know if you're moving stuff around town, it's fine. It's when you put like a big RV behind it and you start to go across country, that's when you get into uh, you know you're gonna you're gonna spend basically you know two hours driving and one hour charging, uh, and that is pretty unacceptable for most people. Yeah, yeah, and that's when that's when you get into gasoline's real advantage, which is uh, energy density. I mean, you can you know stuff that uh, you know it's not just the EVs or, or infrastructure challenge. It also takes a while to to fill up when you get there. Whereas gasoline, with the energy density it has, you can you can fill 500 miles in three minutes. I mean, it's uh, it's really quick. 
Yeah, I think people don't realize that about EVs. You know, it's like imagine if you had a gas-powered car uh, and the size of hose changed when you went to the gas station, right? Some had little tiny hoses and some had big hoses, and that's effectively what happens when you're charging EVs at uh, you know public charging stations. It, it, EVs charge at different rates. So, like the Hummer EV has this, you know, it's also very expensive. So let's be real about that. It costs one hundred and ten thousand dollars, but it's got this eight hundred volt architecture. So uh, in the language of EVs, it can charge at 350 kilowatts, uh, which is huge. Keep in mind that the bolt, okay, now, now this is where we're talking about the size of the, 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 the you know, the, the hose that's going into it. The bolt, because it's relatively now kind of older and has much uh, kind of more dated architecture, only charges at 50 kilowatts. Uh, so the Hummer EV charges, how many times is that? One, two, three, four, five times as quick as the Bolt EV. Uh, and, uh, you know, these are things that, that as, as electric vehicles become more common, people are going to start to understand. The other one that people need to, well, don't need to, but, like, the language of EVs is, is very similar to the language of, of gas, but just a little different. So in a gas vehicle, right, we're talking about MPG, right, miles per gallon. How many miles can you go on one gallon of gas? In electric vehicles, it's, the efficiency is based on how many uh, miles can you go uh, on one kilowatt hour. Um, and uh, that really talks to, like, how efficient the vehicle is and how um, arrow it is. So, for instance, we also at the office have a little tiny mini, you know, the little, the little mini, there's a mini electric version. And when we drive that around, that gets like four, uh, uh, four it goes four miles per one kilowatt hour. The Hummer EV, on the other hand, if it can manage 1.6, you're doing pretty well. Um, so it's, 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 it's just, you know, it's, it's, it's not better, it's not worse, it's just different. And once you start to get your head around those kinds of numbers, then it all starts to make a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah that, uh, that Hummer EV is a, is a brick. Uh, uh, Roman, appreciate the time as always, and uh, look forward to more news out at TFL Truck. Yeah, thanks, dude. I really appreciate the chance to talk to your audience. Uh, you know, the, the, the big shame about EVs now is they become extremely political. Uh, and I like to say to people, you know, they're not better, they're not worse, they're just different. And if you look at them that way, then all of a sudden you start to see the advantages and disadvantages. And you can make, like, you know, a, 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 an informed decision whether it's right for you at this time. Uh, but unfortunately, in today's world, everything has gotten political, and, and the EVs seem to have become the most political of all. Yeah, yeah, that's absolutely true. Thanks, Robin. Have a great weekend out there in Colorado. Yeah, thank you, and thanks for the chance. It was a pleasure talking to you. Have a great weekend as well. Bye. All right. Now, uh, on the line with us now is Jan Dolphin of Prefix, uh, good friend of the program. Jan, how are you? Good, Henry. Good to speak to you. It's been a while. Yeah, we uh, we first crossed paths back in April uh, 2020, and you guys, uh, Prefix, was very flexible uh, company, uh, uh, you guys are into everything from uh, uh, race cars to uh, prototyping for the auto industry here. But you guys had uh, pivoted uh, to making uh, protective health gear for hospitals in uh, April 2020. So uh, uh, quite a different conversation today than it was uh, two years ago. Oh, my gosh. I know it seems like forever. <laughs> so um, you guys had... Uh, some interesting news. Uh, I was at an American uh, Speed Festival two weeks ago. I, I've got a uh, historic 1966 Porsche 906 that I was uh, running around the track there. Fabulous event. 
uh, uh, beautiful historic cars, and, uh, and and news was that M1 was getting a service center, and uh, and I thought that was fascinating, and asked who was going to provide the center, and they said prefix, and I said, wow, I know, I know those folks. Uh, tell us what you're doing out there. Yeah, it's, it's really it's really interesting. It's something we've actually been working on for the last few years, and I'm so thrilled that it's it's moving forward. It's full steam ahead, and and it looks like something that you know, they'll actually be breaking ground on this new building here in the next couple of weeks. And uh, tentative plans are to have it ready to go by second quarter of next year. Yeah, that's uh, that's going to be perfect because uh, it's the second quarter of next year. Things are just warming up here. And- uh, folks at M1 will be getting in on the track. Uh, Jan, hold on there. We're going to take a break, uh, hear from our advertisers, uh, and we'll keep talking uh, prefix and M1 service centers on the other side here on Car Radio. have an idea for an invention or new product? Do you think companies would be interested in your idea? Do you want to try to get a patent? Then call InventHelp now. InventHelp keeps your idea confidential and explains every step of the invention process. We create professional materials representing your idea and submit it to companies who are looking for new ideas. We have more than 9,000 companies who have agreed to review ideas in confidence. If a company shows interest in manufacturing your invention, we can negotiate on your behalf. We have helped over 10,000 clients receive patents. We also offer services including 3D modeling and animation demonstrating your idea, prototyping services, and we use state-of-the-art technology to show InventHelp client ideas to additional companies. Join the thousands of people just like you who chose InventHelp to pursue their idea. We are experienced. We are working for you. We are InventHelp. Call us for free information at 1-800-460-1663. That's 1-800-460-1663. Again, 1-800-460-1663. My38 is offering a great special that cannot be refused. Are you looking for a great deal on TV advertising? Are you searching for an avenue to get your business name out to the public? With My38, we are offering a great special with 100 commercial ads for a great price. This offers for a 30-day ad placement. Please contact Mike Z for more information at 248-357-4566, 248-357-4566, or email at M-I-K-E-Z at thewordnetwork.org. This excludes political ads. Balance of Nature is fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time. I had no energy for months and months and months. I had no energy, and I'm a very active person. And my husband was noticing that I was tired all the time, and I was slow at everything that I was doing. And I kept listening to the commercials. And, you know, you don't know if something's going to help you or not, but I decided this was something I was going to do. And lo and behold, in about four days after taking them, I was repotting plants. I was doing other things. My husband said to me, you seem to have more energy. And I said, oh, yeah, I'm fine. And I'm telling you, nothing has ever made such a difference. So anyway, I'm very happy. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 1-800-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code RADIO5. 
The Word Network has been broadcasting inspirational messages around the world since the year 2000. And we keep getting bigger and better and more innovative. Seen all around the world, we bring you the best teaching, impartation, singing, and inspiration. If you want original programming, we have that too. The Word Network is your exclusive source for all things inspiration. And we can be found on every device imaginable. If you want to be uplifted and inspired, you need The Word Network. Back in the car radio, we're talking with Jan Dolphin, Vice President of Business Development at Prefix here in Rochester Hills. And uh, they have their fingers in a lot of pies, but they're in the process of making a new uh, service center up at M1 Concourse. And uh, Jan, this, the M1 has really fascinated me um, in how they have uh, developed uh, not just as a car garage community for their members, but uh, but as a as a uh, as a race center uh, for those members and for the broader public, and then putting on these uh, really spectacular programs uh, like Roadkill Nights uh, right ahead of the uh, Woodward Dream Cruise, this American Speed yep. Festival. Um, what, what do you? I mean, and now of course they're expanding the service center, but um, this is uh, this is prices much more than a car club. I mean, it's it's really an interesting. Interesting facility. Well, that's why that's why this strategic partnership that we've done with them works so well, um, and why we were so interested in moving forward with it. You know, it's uh, it. You know, there's just so much uh, positive. You know, you've, you're talking historic Pontiac, Michigan. Uh, you've got this beautiful, you know, 87 acre motorsports community, um, and what I really like about it is their the effort that they've got which they're being very successful at accomplishing it, is becoming that automotive hub for all things automotive. And, you know, they really spread it around with the number of different things that they have going on. And now with the new event center there, there's even more opportunities for organizations and companies to come in and, and do things that, you know, get people excited about all things automotive. So, you know, for us, it was it was a natural fit. You know, for them, the interesting part of us doing a, a service station or performance center is a lot of people don't know that we do any of that. You know, we have 300 employees now. Uh, we just moved into a brand-new corporate headquarters in Rochester Hills that gives us uh, a lot of extra acreage to be able to continue to expand. And then we still have our Auburn Hills facility, which is a world-class paint operation. But most of the industry knows us for doing the concept cars and prototypes for the industry. Um, and we've had a performance division for a number of years. So when we were looking at this opportunity, we thought, gosh, you know, you've got, you've got, you know, 255 uh, garage owners there, private garages. You've got their motorsports club. You've got the event center. And then, like you said, these fantastic events like, you know, American Speed Festival and, and Roadkill Nights and Woodward Dream Show and, and all these places to bring people that are enthusiastic about automotive together. And so for us, it's it's a really neat opportunity to have an area that we can kind of showcase some of the stuff that Prefix does 
because as you know, so much of what we do is very, very confidential. And it's not always that accessible to walk through our building because we're working on, you know, vehicles for tomorrow. And uh, uh, so to be able to have a little piece of prefix out at the M1 concourse and be available to not only the garage owners but the organizations and companies that, you know, come out and use that track and use that facility uh, will have a – it's going to be a really cool building. It's very retro. Um, it's going to have a fuel station in it. Uh, there'll be three bays that will be able to do general maintenance and, and work there. We'll do a lot of the tech inspections for people that are going to be getting on the track, and uh, and then general service type work right there on site. And then with all the other capabilities we have that fits into the concept vehicles that we build for the industry, um, the people out of M1 will have access to that as well. So let's say a guy has a a vintage sports car and he ripped his seat. You know, we've got a complete interior trim department that does these incredible concepts and and, and they'll have access to those people, those experts to be able to help with, when needed. Yeah, no, it's, a, yeah, it's really a great storefront for you guys. And there, there are actually uh, folks who are developing cars there on property too. There's uh, uh, you know, a company that was uh, out at American Speed Festival with uh, taking uh, the last 30 chassis of the Ford GT and and uh, turning those into uh, 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 sort of 1,000 horsepower monsters. And I know you guys have done work on resto mods. You're into Trans Am racing, so you'll, you'll be able to provide a lot of services uh, to folks there uh, and beyond. Uh, speaking of uh, uh, Trans Am, are you guys still? Uh, you guys still have a uh, vehicle entered in TA2 these days? No, we don't. Um, you know, we really enjoyed doing that. My gosh, I can't believe it's been that long ago already. But uh, that was during our our 40th anniversary. That's why we did it that year. 40th anniversary of the company. We ran the number 40 car and actually won the championship. So we we really loved it, but. Uh, just frankly, you know, even through COVID and up till now with our new move, we're just too busy for any of that extra stuff. Yeah, I guess that sounds like you're really, uh, uh, really busy. The, um, uh, uh, you know, this this uh, trend right now of uh, car clubs, uh, it's not just uh, popular here in Pontiac with M1 concourses. It's exploded all over the country. I was talking to Circuit Florida last week. On the program, uh, one of three car clubs now in, in the state of Florida alone. Um, is, do you see those as, as local um, enterprises, or is there a possibility you could extend this uh, service idea uh, national? Well, I think what what drew us to wanting to do it local, right in Pontiac, was was like we said, the history of what what took place in Pontiac. The fact that we are so heavily and actively involved with helping the OEMs, the car companies of today, um, whether you're talking the big three or you're talking a lot of the EV startups, uh, we're working with all of them. So for Prefix to be able to be part of a, a garage community like M1, M1 makes perfect sense for us because of what they're doing and their focus on, on creating a hub for everything automotive um, it just fits into what we're doing with the industry so well. Um, at least for right now, I don't foresee us going out and putting in a, a, 
a performance facility in other garage communities around the country, but I would have never believed we would have gotten this done as well. So never say never, I guess. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, best of luck with it. Uh, I look forward to seeing that uh, building go up here in the next uh, few months. Where Where is it on the M1 campus? Is it is it near the event center? Yeah, it is. If you're standing in the event center and, uh, you know, where the old foundry building is, that the oldest building on the property that has that big giant banner across it, it's uh, it's in between the event center and that, right off of the new uh, entrance to the uh, M1 uh, property. Yeah. Yeah, 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 right in the heart of things. Jan, great yeah. uh, catching up with you, and uh, and have a great weekend. Love it. We'll talk soon, and let's get on the track this next spring. Yeah, I look forward to it. That's Jan Dolphin. He is uh, Vice President of Business Development with Prefix, uh, putting in a new facility out there at M1 Concourse, one of our favorite places here on Car Radio. We're going to take a break at the top of the hour, and on the other side, we're going to be talking about buying new cars here on 9:10 a.m. Visit Central Park Deli today and receive 10% off any purchase when ordering from our mobile app and enter promo code 910AM. Our new menu items include gluten-free wraps, spinach wraps, fried spicy buffalo cauliflower, and sweet potato maple cheesecake. Don't forget about our always delicious Side Ginsburg corned beef, our fresh hand-patted charbroiled 100% premium beef burgers, and our homemade teriyaki stir-fries. Central Park Deli has curbside service available and DoorDash delivery. Come visit us today. Attention! Do you owe back taxes, fines, and penalties to the IRS? The IRS now offers new relief options for taxpayers affected by COVID-19, but you can't go it alone. Call Tax Solutions now. Our team of former IRS agents and tax professionals can get you the best deal. We know the COVID-19 rules. Call us and never speak to the IRS again. I couldn't sleep. We were being audited. I called Tax Solutions now and a great big weight was lifted off my shoulders. I called Tax Solutions now and they got the IRS off my back. Tax Solutions now had my wage garnishment lifted in 48 hours. The virus has caused the IRS to take extensive action to help taxpayers. So if you owe $10,000 or more, this is the best time in years to settle your tax debt. I qualified for the Fresh Start program. I paid less than I owed. Remember, the IRS will not give up until you pay. Call 800-683-9499. 800-683-9499. 800-683-9499. 9 a.m. Superstation has the great... 